Triple M loves rugby. And Triple M loves the Wallabies. Tonight, the M's bring you the 2011 Bledisloe Cup. The Wallabies against New Zealand. The fiercest rivalry in world rugby. Right here, right now, live. For Bing Lee, where everything's negotiable. To take you through one of the biggest rugby games of the year. 25-time Wallaby and current Melbourne Rebel hooker Adam Fryer. The legend HG Nelson. And your host, Dan Ganae. Ah, uh, yes, great to be with you for Bledisloe number one for 2011. It feels like we've got to the main event. After all the curtain raises, the wonderful Super Rugby season, the test matches between Australia and New Zealand and the uh, B-grade Springboks, but we are here. Eden Park in Auckland is where Bledisloe 1 is being played, a truncated series because of the Rugby World Cup. Basically, if Australia wants to win the Bledisloe Cup for the first time in nine years, they must win tonight. And then again in three weeks at Suncorp Stadium. It is, uh, it's been a big build-up, as I said. And we welcome our, our expert, Adam Fryer. Welcome to the uh, coverage. Former Wallaby, what are you anticipating tonight? Look, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think the uh, Wallabies have played it out pretty well in the press this week. Uh, the All Blacks are attacking them for not respecting them. Uh, but it's going to be a close game. And uh, it's, it's the young and enthusiastic Wallabies, the baby Wallabies against the, the, the grit and determined All Blacks that have uh, tried and tested, and it is simply that youth versus the elder. And now, the star of the show, <laughs> the man we've been waiting for his opinion on on this game, Bladderslein number one, yes. H.G. Nelson, welcome. Yes, thanks very much, Dan, and tremendous to be locking horns again with Adam, and uh, just a quick update on the weather, it's 14 degrees and about 420% humidity, in other <laughs> words, it's pissing down here at Eden Park, the home of the hoodoo. Can I just say this week has been all about respect? Not from me, it hasn't! <laughs> Not from me, for one iota. They're dunces, potato farmers, all the boys and geese. That's what we've got to beat tonight, and we can do it. I've never been more certain of a nuggety green and gold win than I have tonight. And can I just uh, highlight two things? Firstly, the return of Dan Vigerman, the who's been away for four years stu- studying serial killing. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to his return from the bench tonight. And I think he's going to surprise a lot of people by killing a few and digging up a few sniffs <laughs> along the way. And if you want to get a bet on, remember this is the oldest team. We're playing the oldest team of geese ever to turn out in a rugby union test ever. No respect here. And if you want to do get a bet on, though, as I was just saying, try Brad Thorne for the first try scorer. I know he almost got him home the other <laughs> night, but we're on Thorne again tonight. So it's going to be a great game, I think. Now, there. for those, those of you who heard our Super Rugby final broadcast, you, you carried Thorne almost over the line for the first try scorer in that particular game. I think he was held up, actually. He was held up over the line, the first Crusader try scorer. He wasn't the first try scorer in the game, sadly, but uh, close enough for me. All right, about to get a start here. Adam Fryer prediction. But my heart is wrapped around the Wallabies. I really hope they can win. Uh, but this all-black side are extremely powerful. Oh, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to put a one-point win to the Wallabies. H.G. Nelson. Well, Brad Thorne to score first, obviously, and get on that. Uh, but the Wallabies easily tonight. I'm seeing a 24-point win. <laughs> well, that'd be a way to break the hoodoo. Well, the hoodoo, we haven't talked about the hoodoo. Maybe we can during the game. But it's, it's when you come here to this ground, it's just eerie, isn't it? You just think, hello, something's gone on here. They've killed a few and buried them and not told anybody about it. It's that sort of place, that sort of hoodoo. Here's the kickoff, and it's plucked all dropped backwards there by Ashley Cooper, but the Wallabies have come up with it. 39 metres out. Comes to Weeper at the back of the breakdown. He now gets it along the line, and now Smith almost through the centre here for New Zealand. And he's dropped down penalty. Penalty New Zealand. They'll be in range here for Dan Carter. 
a problem there at the breakdown, and this will be an opportunity for New Zealand to post first points in this game. David looking a bit surprised there at the penalty. You cannot attack that breakdown if you're off your feet. So five minutes gone with Dan Carter about to have the, the shot at goal here to put the All Blacks three clear. And, of course, while we're waiting for the kick, uh, can I just point out how old and tired and useless the All Blacks look? Uh, I mean, we've only been playing maybe four or five minutes, but already you can see the fatigue setting in as Carter lines this up, looking... That looks too far to me for Carter. <laughs> it's just way too far. Maybe in his prime 30 years ago, a possibility. <laughs> Not tonight in the who, home of the hoodoo. Call it, HG. Oh, sorry, I just took my eye off it, and he's got it there. It's there. The first points to the, uh, to the All Blacks tonight. And uh, obviously the only points tonight <laughs> that they'll be getting. 3-0 in the sixth minute. But New Zealand again go to the right. Carter to Nonu. Quick hands. Oh, Sivavatu. He's away. Hard to stop. Steps inside. Down. Kenyon got him around the ankles. But Sivavatu, he found Kano. And he's only one metre short where he's put down. Here's the breakdown. They reach out. I think they score. Yes, they do. They're over. Manonu from the back of the breakdown has picked it up, reached out for the line, and New Zealand get the first try tonight. Eight points to nil. Kick to come from out wide. Just look at the body language of the Wallabies behind the post now. It's uh, it's very flat, and uh, let's hope Dan Carter can uh, can push this kick left or right. <laughs> well, um, our New Zealand listeners might not agree, but this to put them into a double-digit lead early. Mm. They blew South Africa off the park last week nice and early, and this is an ominous start for them. Remember, the Wallabies had the better of it uh, in the first few moments. Really, New Zealand haven't had much ball. Here comes the kick from near the top. Oh, it's a beautiful yeah, strike straight down it. the middle. It is New Zealand 10, Australia nil. Just see the coaches take a swig of their drinks. I bet you it's straight scotch. It's very stressful stuff here. If you want to do those short plays and you just chip away at the side, it needs to be quick ball. You don't want to turn slow ball into slow ball. And that's what we saw there and nearly forced the turnover for the Wallabies. But they're looking very sharp, very sharp, HG. I, indeed. I think the hoodoo has been packed up and sent off to another ground. <laughs> I'm so confident now. This great play from the Australians here. It was, it's so tense. And you can see the old, tired potato farmers thinking we've got better things to do with our time than get uh, Quade Cooper shoving his fist down the throat and producing that marvellous display of claret. That's the image of the World Cup right there. <laughs> and remember, of course, there are no one chokers at World Cup level. Let's not forget that. The hoodoo's gone. The cup's gone. The Tri-Nations is gone. That's how I'm seeing it now, 21 minutes into the first Bledisloe Cup. Well, maybe New Zealand are lulling them into a false sense of security because they lead 10-0 ah, It's just a rubbish lead. 22 minutes gone. Now we've had, taken an eternity here to get to this scrum, which is five metres out for the Wallabies and about uh, 10 metres in from the western eastern touchline, I should say, and they're going to repack it. Well, HG, I know this is one of your favourite parts of the game, the repacking of the squad. I love it. You know, blokes standing around talking about what went on today, say, at Randwick, and, uh, you know, where they're going to be tomorrow. And, uh, you know, there's so much time and so many things to talk about. You know, World Cup coming up. You know, who's going to be in the team? You know, uh, will we have facilities that are, you know, hot showers and all that sort of stuff? There's so much to do. They never run out of topics. And if they would, they'd just start them all again. Put down. Here they go. Pick and go. They're almost there. McCaw, half a metre out. Here comes the next play. It's now locked up half a metre from the Wallabies line. That might be Mialamu. He got there. It's another all-black try. 15-0. Easy kick to come. Oh, boy, this is looking ominous. Remember, though, at this point, one word. Vickerman. <laughs>
Now with Carter, oh, his kick almost. In fact, it was touched, and the Wallabies have come up with it. Beal, 15 metres out, throws it back here for Cooper. Now Cooper gets into O'Connor. He runs down the right side, steps up, through. He'll be hard. Oh, he did get stopped. Big tackle by Carter. Five metres out. Wallabies on a roll. They go to the right. Cooper, hit and spin, needs to offload. Through the hands of Alexander. Now to Genya. His pass, it ricochets into the hands of Beal. And he's put down 10 away. All of a sudden, they look dangerous. Now they go to the left side. It's with Elson. Spins out a one tackle. Can't get rid of the next, though. And brought down right in the centre of the field. Seven away. Now it comes across to Simmons, and he's put the ball down. Dear, oh, dear. This match, it's just unbelievable. You look at the body language and the, the play stops. Players are exhausted. Uh, and the Wallabies are really stringing some phases together, but they're just not finishing them. You know, the if if we had a bit of low-down defence on the try line, which, I mean, we're holding them everywhere else, I reckon. And in fact, I've scored it now with the computer projections. We're actually 12 points in front, <laughs> apart from the two tries they scored. In general play, it's been all Australia. Lots of phases, lots of uh, kicks in behind, great, uh, uh, great attacking moves. And except for that low defence on the try line, which is how they got both their tries. And on now what is the ninth phase, it's a Genyetta Cooper. No look past to Kepu. Oh, he ran straight at Nonu, and Nonu did well to hold on. Ball in the deck, picked up by the Wallabies, play on. Comes to Cooper, goes down the left, short pass O'Connor. He loses it, New Zealand ball. Sivavatu comes up with it. And every little bit of luck is going New Zealand's way, although their defence... As Wheatboo kicks it straight up in the air and the referee says, no advantage, we're going to pack down a scrum you know, for it, New Zealand. Isn't ball security so important, Dan? I mean, there, it's just stripped straight out of his hands. Can't win without the ball, HG you, Nelson. No, I know you can't. I know, ball security, I try and teach it to kids, you can't drill it into them enough. You know, especially in these conditions. But, on the other hand, it's very promising for Australia, isn't it? Right side of the field. They've spent a lot of time down here. They need to take advantage. Here's Beal. Short pass. Ashley Cooper. Oh, he's dragged down by the legs. Ten metres out. Near the right. Oh, oh, penalty New Zealand. The ref's having a shocker, an absolute <laughs> shocker. Look, I've got to go on record as saying, you know, he's a joke. Uh, you know, why do they get these clowns from South Africa to come over here? They have a slim grasp of the rules. I don't mind. Sure, the rules are difficult or the laws of the game are hard to understand. I accept that. I accept that. But you think the bloke could have a look at the, the law book before he came out and started blowing the whistle? This bloke, I think, had a look at a video of a game once. Under 15s, I think it was. They'll be quite happy to uh, go to the halftime sheds now, New Zealand. Why wouldn't they? They lead 17 nothing. As we see, oh, it's a... It's a the Hooters gone early. It's an air raid. It's an air raid at Eden Park. As now we're about this... That's a fascinating siren. <laughs> as we see now from the line-out, and Weepu just kicks it the hell out of there, and that's half-time. So New Zealand, certainly their half. Tries to Ma Nonu and Kevin Mialamu. Three from three off the boot of Dan Carter for the Wallabies. No score on the board. James O'Connor, no goals from two attempts. So all one-way traffic, although the Wallabies have had some nice passages. So here we go, the restart of play. It's the Wallabies starting off, but New Zealand come up with it. Oh, they've knocked it on there. This has to be a Wallaby scrum. It is. So they put it down here in New Zealand, and this will be a Wallaby scrum. Richie McCaw, the man, putting it down. And a nice start for Australia early. And again, the th oh, oh, it's been dropped from the uh, New Zealand side. Yeah. Weepers put it down. Well, Mialamu threw it again, almost diagonally. Referee took no action. It came out to Weepu from the line out win, and he puts it down. Wallaby scrum 40 metres out. New Zealand 17, Australia nil. The wheels have fallen off, haven't they, Dan? <laughs> off the All Blacks machine. And uh, let's not forget that their bench, as we see the line out and replay, their bench is old, tired, 
and slow as well. Just like the team. <laughs> and now the scrum here about to pack. And the, the Australian forwards give them credit. They have held their own in the set piece. And it comes out the back here. McCalman breaks, gives it to Genya. Sure pass oh. away to Yuani. That's almost a shepherd behind his own player. And that's the way the ref has seen it. That's terrible. Well, that just sums up the footy tonight for the Wallabies. Like, that is real disappointing. You've got an opportunity to, to crack into that D zone in the A zone. You give away a penalty. You don't drop it. And then you're now you're back. What? In your 22. That's just uh, Oh, look at the stuff. kick from Cardo. This one going to... Oh, it does. What a superb kick. He kicked it low. He wasn't trying to put it out on the full. It was Iwani running behind McKay, by the way. The, and oh. the, the coach is absolutely shattered by that. But look at this New Zealand with Carter's kick. Have put it out only, what, 18 metres out when they'll get the line out. You know, when I go to schools and do my clinics on ball security, the next one I have is on shepherding. Because I see that as a blight on the game, and it should be rubbed out, completely rubbed out. I just thought that was a poor Here comes there. the... F and he's uh, put on his back there. That should mean slow. So, oh, penalty New Zealand. Penalty oh. New Zealand. Now they can really go on the attack. This is turning into a disaster. 20 to nil New Zealand over the Wallabies. Eight gone. Second half. Well, the wheels had fallen off, and now they're firmly bolted back on. I'm not quite sure who had the jack and the wheel brace out there, but whoever ran it out uh, really got the wheels back on, and I think now they've got four on the four and fats all round. It's that much. It's that much the wheels are back on. <laughs> and he's going nowhere. They're, in fact, going backwards here, New Zealand. And now they just continue to, to work it up forward. That's Brad Thorne making about two or three metres. That could be a turnover. Great counter-rucking here. As now the Wallabies come away with a Genya. Inside ball. Beal up to halfway. Draws them in. Gives it to Ioane. Two on one. Surely they must score. Goes himself. And he goes all the way. Wallabies get one back. Brilliant work. Digby Ioane scores. And with not the easiest kick to come, it is New Zealand 20. Australia 5, and now we start to look at the scoreboard and the time, and there's plenty of time left, Adam Fryer. Oh, Digby, I thought you were about to butcher it, son. Kirtley was on the inside, and you see Kirtley's face after Digby decided to take it himself. But I tell you what, what a try. And it was always going to be these likes of Will Genia and Digby only are going to change the game. And this to put the Wallabies within 13 points. Here he comes. That's, that's the best strike of the night. He's going to kick it. 20 to 7. 20 to 7, the Wallabies. Oh, they're crumbling. <laughs> There's doubt being sown. New Zealand in front. Vickerman still to come on. It's in the bag. Now the restart. Oh, it's mucked up, and here go the All Blacks. Conrad's fist away, draws the men, gives it to Sivavatu, he scores. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. The Wallabies couldn't hang on at the restart. And Smith, who's been threatening to... Break free the New Zealand centre when flying up the right side, and just like that, that might be the ball game. Sivavatu has given New Zealand a comfortable cushion again. 25 to 7, kick to come from out wide. Uh, it's really disappointing. The uh, set piece of the, you can just see the coaches now, they can't believe it. But this, the kickoff receipt is a set piece, it's like a scrum and a line out. It is something that is drilled into any rugby side. And they'd be really upset they haven't won that ball. And uh, I tell you what, I'm just absolutely speechless. Boy, oh boy. Well, I haven't given up yet because, I'm as I've you. mentioned all night, Vickerman, he's still <laughs> come in. And uh, sadly, the score 25 to 7. Look, uh, you know, that, that, was a, that was disappointing. And the brace now is firmly in the hands of the Australians.
to take the wheels off. So, Carter, I love your positivity, HG Nelson. And New Zealand with Thorne only 40 metres out from the Wallabies line. Now, Nonu with a bit of room to move. Stepped off the right. Vickerman in the oh, game, is Vickerman. Oh, straight into it. He put a left on him. behind him out. And they're digging up the dead. They're going to toss him in. A tremendous <laughs> work there from Vickerman, and he's not done yet. Now, the upshot of all that is the ball has gone out from the Wallabies. It's a New Zealand line-out throw, 38 metres out. It was a tremendous start from Vickerman. He saw ahead and punched it. Now, <laughs> there are two scores to note here. It's 27-7 New Zealand over Australia with 23 to go, but it is nil-nil since Vickerman started, since Vickerman came into the game. Exactly. And, uh, so we've got Hick uh, Hickenbotham and Vickerman. Yes, and line up here it hasn't it changed since Vickerman's been on, though. You know, you can feel the spirits of Australia lifting even from here. Uh, you know, obviously we were, you know, in a bit of trouble. Now I think the boys can bring it home quite comfortably. Oh, we're safe as houses. But, I'll tell you what I did like about Dan Vickerman. He had his strides right up past his belly button. The Old Harry school. High. Yeah. The Harry Highs. Yeah, he looks good. He looks very sharp He's out just there. got off the plane. All the forwards have been doing some running. It's been a real tough contest. And don't think this 27-7 scoreline has anything to do with how close this game has been in that physical battle. Can I ask, though, Adam, at this point, like, are you like me now certain the Wallabies, Wallabies will win the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's call it. I'll call it from here. <laughs> okay. Oh, now Cooper's run the ball two metres forward. That's going to be a scrum feed for New Zealand. That is, that is dreadful from <laughs> Cooper. It looked like he looked up, he knew the player was two metres in front of him, and he threw it anyway. New Zealand scrum, 40 metres out, 15 to go, All Blacks 27, Australia 7. Well, it's a simple brain explosion, really. Uh, you know, I try and coach that out of kids. Uh, once I've done the ball security clinics and my shepherding clinics, I then go to brain explosion clinics. <laughs> Is that sort of your level three coaching? Level three coaching, yeah, but but remember, I'm trying to work with uh, you know under 15s usually, uh, and uh, these do take a while to get into them, and I often and they're you know, at a precocious age, aren't they? Where you know they really don't want to listen to you. They don't want to listen. No, they've got no idea of what I'm talking about most of the time. You know, often I just ask them to put their hand out, and I you know on the uh, bench, and I hit it, hit fingers with a hammer, and if they have a brain <laughs> explosion after they get one, you know they're in real trouble. They've got to learn to take that pressure and not move. Oh, hello, it's a penalty. This will be a gift three points, and this will put New Zealand further in front. So time will be ticking away. Dan Carter will slot this through. Is that a perfect night so far? And it's 27-7, about to become 30-7. Now, while we wait for the kick, can I point out three good things? I haven't had to use the term lost their composure or out of their comfort zone. Or, nor have I referred to Song Su's The Art of War tonight. <laughs> so I think there are three pluses that we can go home with and take away from the game that it was a match where no one lost their composure, right. no one was out of their comfort zone, and there was no need to refer to the Song Su's The Art of War. not suggest what Craig Cooper just did may have been a loss no, of... No, brain explosion, sure, I'll give him that. But not a but, loss of composure. No, no. The Wallabies looking for their second try. Comes to Cooper. Long 30-metre pass. McCabe. No look pass. Elson steps inside. Oh, what a try. What a wonderful try. It won't win them the game, but it certainly gives them something to get excited about. 30-12, to 12, kick to come on the right side of the field. Don't you wish those blokes would get excited? <laughs> I mean, they're in charge of the team. They organised all of this. Surely they could jump up and down Ricky Stewart style and punch each other in the head. Yes, the team of Williams and uh, Deans and, and also New Sephora just sitting in their chairs. No reaction at all. So here comes the restart here with two and a half to go. Oh, beautifully plucked out of the air. 
by Vickerman, your man, HG. 7-3, yes. by the way, since oh. he's entered the oh. game. All of his leading. There's 10 seconds to go. That's oh. going to bounce towards the touchline. Five seconds. Anyone's ball. Ref says, ref says that's an Australian scrum feed. And that is going to be the end of the game. Although, in fact, it's a penalty to the Wallabies. Not a scrum feed. Excuse me. And the Wallabies here. Well, they're, gonna, they're not going to put it in the touch and kill the game off. They're, oh, they've lost the ball. Horwell's just lost it cold. And now it comes to New Zealand. They've been gifted an opportunity to score. Sonny Bill. Flick pass out the back. Oh, his pass was forward to Dan Carter. And the referee sees it that way. And that is it. Full time at Eden Park. And it's New Zealand's night. They will retain the Bledisloe Cup for a ninth consecutive year with a 30-14 to 14 win over the Wallabies. Well, I think that the uh, the great change came with the introduction of the number 18, Dan Vickerman. Uh, look, obviously, the All Blacks were on fire. They had everything going forward, form of momentum. They had a five-speed gearbox. Sure, it was running on a hybrid uh, mixture of fuel. When Vickerman came on, a real... You know, something was shoved in the spokes of the machine. And the scoring, if you look at the record, and it speaks for itself, uh, Australia won after Vickerman was introduced <laughs> into the... Seven the, points to three. Thanks very much. I mean, Dan. obviously more than doubled their, their, their score.